guts. I'm inside the restaurant. The guy finally let me in. He said he's never heard of Chin's Italian. He's never heard of you. I don't know who that guy is, but the place is a shithole, man. We're supposed to be opening in a fucking week, and the place is still a sandwich shop, an empty sandwich shop. Where's the money? Did you fuck me? Are you fucking me right now? Where is the money we raised? We owe a lot of people who donated money. A free dinner and a T-shirt, dude. Where is all the money we raised on Kickstarter? Call me back. That's my business partner. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, uh, that message uh, that I received this morning is from my business partner and friend. Well, we'll see how the friendship goes at this point. Uh, sounds a little rocky. Uh, I'm speaking about Rico Colantoni, a famous actor uh, and friend uh, and business partner of mine. Uh, a lot of you know that have been listening to the show. I am opening Chin's Italian Restaurant uh, with my business partner, famous actor, uh, Rico Colantoni. Uh, oh, no, okay, hold on, hold, hold on now. Uh, let me write this ship for a moment. You are listening uh, to a brand new episode of Dexter Guff is Smarter Than You, the self-help podcast, uh, where I am doing everything in my power uh, to give you my tips and tricks of the trade so that you can lead your very best life. And God, I hope that's what you're doing. I really do. I know that's my intention here is to help you lead your best life. Uh, so, okay. So anyways, uh, if you have been listening, yes, we are opening chins. It's happening next week. And uh, Rico, little stressed. I think I picked up on that in his voice in particular, a little stressed in that message. Uh, but such a learning moment for you, my listener. Uh, and that is that in any partnership, uh, yep, there's going to be a nutcase. There's going to be someone stressed out of their mind, uh, biting off their nails, uh, you know, uh, losing 10 pounds before the opening of a restaurant through stress. Uh, and then there is the other partner who's just simply that rock, uh, the person that's keeping that uh, ship steady uh, through those entrepreneurial white caps that, you know, lick up over the deck and, and wash whoever's on that deck uh, into the sea, never to be seen again. Uh, so that's me uh, just steadying that ship. I'm the rock. Sometimes The Rock uh, doesn't call uh, that other uh, stressed-out partner, uh, you know, who's, who's literally losing their mind because I'm too busy trying to be a rock uh, so that when it is opening time, uh, we're good to go. Uh, still a week away, lots of time. Uh, in my world, I'll tell you what, I could probably open four or five restaurants in a week. I mean, that's so much time. So I'm not, I'm not stressed. Uh, and in regards to the money, Rico, please, come on now. Uh, you know the money's all good. Uh, we're good there. I know where every dime is. Uh, someone had to buy the Parmesan, and, and that's what I did. And I, I may have overbought, uh, but I wanted to get uh, enough Parmesan to get us through opening. And, of course, that cheese uh, it has come directly from Florence. So that's it's on its way. It'll be here for next week. Uh, delicious, delicious Florentian Parmigiane uh, will be uh, showing up at Chin. So, Tammy, let's roll in on today's episode because we have a great one lined up for you. Let's do this. D, this is going to be fun. I dare you to listen. It's time. E. On your mental treadmill, what takes priority? Your goals or your dreams? Dexter Cup. X. Technology. Entertainment. Design. Throw that out the window. That's old news. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on now. What was your biggest failure? No, no, no. Let me guess. I don't think you're ready. I'm Dexter Guff, and I'm smarter than you. 
Okay, my dear, dear listener, uh, so glad you are with me today. Uh, I have an incredible show for you uh, lined up, a, a very personal a show, actually. This will be a personally very revealing, uh, I would say, uh, because my feature interview today is a conversation that I will be having with my ex-high school sweetheart. Oh, yeah, I'm going there. I really am. Shannon Douglas uh, will be joining us on the program a little later uh, on today uh, for what I imagine will be a very spark-filled, uh, uh, emotional, uh, potentially hot <laughs> conversation uh, as two old lovers meet. Uh, yeah, but the, the, the point uh, for doing this, though, of course, uh, is to help teach you uh, because I'm going to look back uh, at relationships uh, like the one I had with Shannon uh, Douglas, uh, and, and, and see if there are any patterns, uh, in these relationships, these primary love relationships. So that's the point, uh, for the conversation. Uh, it could get uh, hot. We, I don't know. I really don't know. It's been such a long time, but you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes that just makes that, that fondness grow. Uh, but uh, enough about, enough about Shannon, uh, for now, uh, let's, let's not put the uh, horse uh, before the cart. Uh, and, and that's not a reference to Shannon in any case, in any way. Um, let, what I'm saying is let's, let's do the other part of the show before we get to Shannon. Um, okay. So <laughs> why am I uh, being such a stumble, John here? <laughs> Stumbling over my words. That never happens. Goodness. I'm a little bit flustered. <laughs> I'm sure Shannon is too. Uh, okay. So, okay. Let's go into the thought palace for today's thought release. <sighs> God, that was crazy. Take a breath. Let it out. As a general rule of thumb, humans can go for about three weeks without food, three days without water, some people a lifetime without sex. But get this, we can only go about three minutes without breath. Not only is our breath essential for keeping us alive, it's also a key practice to help you crush it. You heard me right. Breathwork helps you crush it. It's beneficial to your overall health, and in some cases, your breath and manipulating your breath can actually earn you an additional twenty dollars to $30,000 a day. Now, I'll explain that in a later episode, but I want to talk to you about my proprietary breathwork practice, guff huffing. Guff huffing is the simple but powerful act of changing the state of our mind and body through the way we breathe. Now, I've been huffing for years. It's not unusual to find me tucked away in a closet, in a back alley, just huffing away. Uh, that's what I do when I'm looking to get jacked up, when I'm looking to get creative, when I am looking to get ready to get things done, I huff. Uh, it's actually very addictive. But it is also a breath technique that I can teach you, the guff huff. Now, regular listeners of my show know that at the start of most thought releases, I ask you to take a breath. Now, take a moment and notice how you're breathing. Where do you feel your breath in your body? What qualities are you aware of in your breath? Does it feel relaxed or slow? Does it feel fast or shallow? Spend a few more moments noticing your breath. Now, guess what? You're doing it wrong. 
the most important principle of any breath work is the acknowledgement that you're breathing wrong. Your body left to its own devices doesn't know what the hell it's doing when it comes to breath. I don't know why, it just doesn't. That's breath work. Placing judgment on your breath is the first step towards guff huffing. Every time I tell this to new students, I always find that they are surprised when they have that moment of breath judgment that they're doing it wrong, that they're breathing like a piece of shit. Once you begin your practice of guff huffing, you will always clock the ways you breathe throughout the day. This awareness is key to being able to change it and to change the state of your mind and body so that you can crush it when you need to. Now, here's how it works. When we're in a state of stress, our breath responds accordingly. For most people, it sounds like this. But really, it should sound like this. You want your breath to mirror stress in your body. Stress at a level that it shocks your body into fight or flight. It tells your body the shit is hitting the fan, you've got a deadline to meet, and you've got to do it now. That kind of forced, deep, stressful breathing that shocks the body is a guff huff. Now, I want you to hear it one more time. It almost sounds primal. But that's a sound that humans can make. It's a guff huff. It instantly sets your body into panic and you finally get work done. Stress breath is the key of guff huffing. It's stress breath on crack. How do I know that it works? Well, last year, Tammy and I paid for a study to look into the effects of guff huffing. And we noticed that different emotional states are directly related to our breath in this study. Participants were instructed to create feelings, feelings of joy, anger, fear, or sadness, and then report the breathing pattern associated to that emotion. Now, the research team, uh, uh, Tammy, um, discovered that each emotional state corresponded to a specific breathing pattern. For example, when the subjects felt afraid, the breath sounded like this. (sighs) When they felt joy, it sounded like this. And when they were asked to guff huff like this, participants reported they felt great. It was freeing. It was cathartic. In fact, many of them said, quote unquote, this breath makes me feel like crushing it. And that's not just because they were getting paid to be there. So whether you're in a tense car lease negotiation with a stubborn car salesman, huff it. Or maybe you're trying to bake a killer cake for your three-year-old's birthday party, huff it. Or if you've been asked to deliver a eulogy and you want to bring that house down on time, huff it. Whatever the occasion is, when you absolutely know that you need to crush it, then guff huff it, and the results will speak for themselves. That's today's thought release. 
Okay, I certainly hope uh, that that thought release was helpful for you. Uh, If you are an ASMR enthusiast, that may have been very triggering. Probably should have given a warning before that uh, thought release. Regardless, uh, coming up just around the corner is my conversation with my ex-high school girlfriend, Shannon Douglas. Very excited for that. Uh, But before uh, we jump into that conversation, I do need to give some love to my sponsor, my show sponsor. I'm talking about Himalaya. The Himalaya app. You can listen to your podcasts wherever you want. Certainly, why not try my partner, Himalaya? I think you will agree they are an incredible app uh, for listening to any of your favorite podcasts. So download it and listen to this podcast on Himalaya and you will get it one day early. That's Himalaya, the app. Check it out. My next guest is a uh, familiar face to me. <laughs> uh, changed a little bit, uh, sure, uh, but uh, but she is somebody that uh, wasn't sure exactly how I'd feel uh, when we got into the same space again. Uh, I will warn you, my listeners, uh, this could be uh, pretty chemistry filled. Um, it's kind of when you uh, look back. Uh, at what could have been for some people that can be so, so very difficult and can bring up all of those uh, hot, hot memories of of what was, Um, which may or may not be the case uh, here. Uh, Regardless, I am sitting face-to-face with my first uh, romantic relationship, uh, my high school sweetheart, uh, Shannon Douglas. Uh, Oh, Shannon Douglas Nike. Is that that correct, Shannon? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Nike, 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 Nike. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, Shannon, uh, anything you'd like to say to me before we begin? Uh, I was, I was told there'd be a twenty-five dollar olive car- garden gift card. Yeah, that's we'll ta- okay. We'll okay. get that. We'll get that twenty-five. I, okay, sure. Well, you sure. just if it was only fifteen, bump it up by another ten dollars. Um, so okay, so Shannon Douglas. Um, obviously, uh, we haven't seen each other in a long time, not since high school, uh, several years ago now. But why I am reminded of of what was uh, a very uh, intense period uh, in 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 our lives, our, our relationship, and just the intensity that heat um, and that we that we had uh, in high school. Uh, yeah, I you know I to to be honest, I um I remembered your name when I got your friend request on Facebook, but I I had to actually go back in my yearbooks. Um, to kind of put a face to it because I don't didn't really have. Well, I think back, uh, you know, why? Yeah, because you. well, because back then uh, it was I had that nickname, um, and and that's and that's why I'm reminded you, of that. You did? What, yeah. What was shoulders? I don't remember that. Every, everyone used to call me. Uh, well, that because that's and this is probably why is I should have rem- I should have uh, I should have reminded you of that. It would or or it the, have or the the name that you also had that name for me as well. I had a nickname for you. Oh yeah, we did. You did. Oh, I again. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. I just don't remember that. Boo. Boo. Or potentially, I might have called you Boo. 
I, um, I don't so know. it could have been anyway. Shoulders are Maybe. boo. It could have been. That's probably was the reason when I originally reached out. Uh, why you know it was kind of that mm, Dexter Guff. I know I've 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 seen that name you know on books and on billboards and it uh, uh, online actually, no, and I all these things. But there, but at all, in my actually. own life, that's shoulders or boo. Uh, I so okay. So well, let's. I want to go back. Uh, to where it all began. And I remember, I mean, I have some uh, vague uh, remembrances of just just being hounded. You kept hounding. You were like a dog on a bone. There's my boo. I want to get with him. I wonder, like, I remember that, that just sort of that instant, you know, you were curious about what it would be like to partner in a in a dating capacity was my remembrance. I, uh, you know, I talked to my sister about you. After oh, right. I got your message. Kathleen, is she still running track? No, no, she, no, she gave, gave that up after high school. Yeah, she's. Oh, such a shame because she was so fast in the 200. Yeah. I mean, we all were faster. I think when we were teenagers, I mean, She's a midwife now, actually. She has her own business. She's doing very well. Oh, gross. I just mean, I just mean that, you know, you have to have a stomach to, you know, that's just, birth is messy. Sure, yeah. Anyway, I, I had asked her about you and if she remembered us having a relationship oh because yeah. I didn't really. And that's really... when the faucets opened up and it was, I'm N- imagining. No, she, she said that she remembers that. You had come over, you had had made this kind of like grand gesture asking me to a dance. There was something like you'd had like these flowers and um, it was like a stuffed lizard doll, like a stuffed animal. Um, But it was really lifelike. I wonder if I was. okay. so this is interesting because I'm imagining you must have been a reptile um, enthusiast or or that that would have been my. Uh, my grand gesture would have tapped into something that was very deeply personal to you. And that's why I would have done that. I'm imagining. No, I, I feel like I then and now feel indifferent towards reptiles. I don't feel like I have an affinity or a, or a fear or anything. Okay. Anyway, I guess after that, I, I did agree to go to the dance with you mostly because I just felt bad So that for you. But, oh, but then the dance, but, you know, that was kind of... That was the start of what was that whirlwind uh, romance where it was because and this is the thing. I Who remembers how it started? If it was my grand gesture, you begging. But one one of those things might have been it. And we got to that dance and that became the kernel that blossomed into that gorgeous corn. I just remember you were trying to recreate that Saturday Night Fever Dance move with the the like Russian kicks, getting down, and, and, and you had actually kicked your shoe off, and it hit Mr. Manderville, the principal, uh, in the principal. in the face, and we you were asked to leave, and I did stay because um, at that point, well, and all my friends okay, were there. so that's interesting. So you stayed, and then I, but as I say, so that is that was what began. Because how long uh, were we? You know, how long were you? head over heels in love and, and just in rapture of, of, of me and, and of us. How long did that last for you? I, 
I mean, it didn't, it was a negative time. I I mean, I I don't know how to answer that. Because we were at that dance, but then... For about 20 minutes. I mean, it wasn't long. Well, let's jump forward because obviously memory's a funny thing and and you're probably leaving a a few gaps in there and and some things can be just so uh, close to the bone uh, that we almost can black out some of those things that we don't want to remember because they're simply too positive. Um, I wonder, I wonder, you know, how did it all fall apart? Because, and the reason that I'm asking is I'm looking for patterns in, in my own life and one of the things as, as overwhelmingly successful as I am at life, generally, I have had some misses in relationships. And so I'm, and so what I'm trying to get back to is where did it fall apart? Where did you go wrong? Uh, Where did, where did I go wrong? Because in how did you make that very difficult decision to set me free? If I could just for a second, I, I mean, I don't obviously um not familiar with your career, although it sounds like you're, you're doing really well, but I, you can hop online. I mean, um, just in terms of what you're telling me, you know, it sounds like you've had a few divorces and then you, you know, just I, think, the four. I think it's great that you're kind of trying to seek out what your patterns are. And I think it's really great that, you know, you're trying to go right, right back to the beginning of, of your dating, dating life. But right. I think if I could offer just my own two cents, it would, it would be that, that perhaps you're memory of things isn't necessarily accurate and and perhaps you kind of blow situations out of proportion that maybe weren't as significant to the other person and maybe the reason why you've had trouble finding love and certainly making your marriages succeed is that the way that you're viewing things is just for lack of a better term delusional and and maybe if you really took a look at that and sought some help and and really kind of tried to reflect on what those relationships actually were maybe then you'd have your answer. Shannon Douglas is was today's feature guest. Uh, Shannon uh, Douglas, uh, who joined me in studio, who still she, she's still here. Um, I just wanted. I was, just, I was told there was a twenty five dollar gift no, card. We're gonna, we'll get you. I'll get you that card. Okay. Shannon Douglas, thank you. Was here and Shannon. I'd urge you uh, whenever you have time, pop on Instagram. I've got close to seven hundred thousand followers. Would love for you to find me and follow me. That'd be what a cool uh, way to stay connected with people from our past on social media. So I really um, do. I wish you all the best. I wish you I, all. The, I wish I you, I, it's, it's happened. So your wishes have come true. And, and, and for that, I appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I appreciate this conversation. Not sure that there was much takeaway uh, for me personally, but hopefully for some sad sack out there, this meant something to them. Uh, but obviously for me, uh, for shoulders, uh, for 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 Boo or the or the person that used to say Boo, uh, not a, not a ton of takeaway because memory's a funny thing that way. Anyways, Shannon Douglas, uh, say hi to your sister and wish her the best of luck at this year's city finals in the two hundred. Hope she she's kills not, it. She's not in track. It's fine. Anymore. It's fine. That's fine. Tammy, we're out. Okay. Uh, uh, that was weird. <laughs> very, huh? Very strange. What a weird. A conversation uh, that was um, well. Uh, simply revisiting that reminds me of of how it all fell apart uh, way back when. Uh, it was all Shannon's fault. So that was kind of the big takeaway for me on that, and I'm, I'm sure it was for you too. Uh, so Shannon Douglas Niki, uh, thanks for being on the show. 
uh, probably didn't need to have that happen uh, actually at all. Uh, regardless, okay, let's move on uh, to greener pastures, uh, which is the end of the show. But not to fear, because we can keep that conversation alive. Find me on social media, at DexGuff, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and very exciting news, I have a brand new online marketplace uh, called Guff Stuff. Uh, in a lot of ways, I think this will eventually uh, replace Amazon. So definitely go to guffstuff.com, uh, where I am selling you some of my Guff-branded merchandise. Uh, you can get your very own Guff mug uh, to fill up with some of that brain juice and suck that back. Uh, actually, at this point, that's the only thing on the site. So why not give me a call at 1-800-JOY-DEXTER and let me know what else you think would be great to sell on my online marketplace, Guff Stuff. Uh, so do give me a call and let me know. Would love to hear from you, my dear, dear listener. Uh, until next week, have a great week. Go out there and crush it. You know that's what I want you to do. That's what I'll be doing. Uh, so until next week, this is D Guff, and I am out of here. <laughs> <laughs>